This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello everyone, thank you very much for joining us for another episode of the SEO Mindset. This week it is uh, your originals, your OGs, it is me and Tasman uh, who will be doing this episode and we'll be discussing all about habits, okay? So this topic will cover um, how to create good habits, so habits that are good for us and healthy and also we all have them but how to break those niggling bad ones, right? Ways that we can do that and identify I suppose what are bad. Um, before we get into that in this week's episode, um, just a little reminder of the ways that you can support us. So we are on Buy Me A Coffee, so you can give us a one-off donation and support us that way. Um, the URL is www.seomindset.co.uk forward slash coffee. That link is in the show notes. And um, you can also... Um, subscribe, right? So if you subscribe to us, um, then you get notified whenever there's a new episode. So you never have to wonder, you'll get notified. So um, head on over again to seomindset.co.uk forward slash listen, because then you'll be able to pick your platform of choice and it's a simple few clicks. So the link for that will also be in this episode's show notes. Hello, Tasman. Hello, you. Never been called an o- what did you call us? O- OG, OG. We're the original. Right, we're the OGs. Excellent. Yeah, no, really well, really well. Thank you. How about you? I'm very well. I'm very well. Um, we're having a naughty dinner tonight, so takeaway. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that. So yes. I do apologise if anyone hears um, my stomach rumble. <laughs> Takeaways are good every now and then. All, all about, wow, we're talking about habits, right? About so, habits, yeah. so over to you. So I wanted to um, do an episode on habits because I listened to a book recently, which I would recommend to everyone called Atomic Habits by James Clear. We can put the link somewhere for our listeners. And today's episode is by no way a comprehensive summary of the book it is more snippets of it and how we can apply so what what the book is saying is it's great to have goals the goals Mm -hmm. give us direction but what's actually going to get us there um and 
a lot of us would have spent recent, you know, in the recent months crafting out goals and spent mm-hmm. ages and ages and even the actions that will get us there, but not the habits that we can perform each and every day. And there's two quotes. Um, I believe they're both from the book or I think yeah. definitely one is. Goals are the results we want to achieve. Systems are the processes that lead us to the results. And by systems, they mean habits. And the second one is life is the sum of your habits. What you do repeatedly is the person you become. So in in one of the videos I watched of him, he said, your bank balance is the lagging effect of your money habits. Right. Your health is the... Um, I think he may have said your waistline, but you get the gist, is the lagging effect of your health habits. And if you think about um, things that are in your life that you would prefer were different, it's no good saying, I want to get healthier. Well, what does that mean? Um, and And you may fine tune it a bit more saying, I want to lose this much weight or I want to... Um, be able to run this distance again that's great what are you going to do every single day that will get you that result and what he says also is it's not about doing the thing it's about being the person so Mm -hmm. a runner will run so that's the habit it's and when we just focus on the goal we're focusing on the outcome so your mm. goal may be, I want to lose five kilos. Okay, you've lost it, now what? What happens then? But if you build a habit of eating a certain way, walking a certain distance, whatever it is, then you um, you forget about the goal, you just implement that habit because you are a person who eats healthily. You are a person who exercises. And... And I guess it's um, like the really small, the small habits, right? Um, and I never thought of it like this, that, yeah, like your goal is your end result. You need you, you need a way of getting there. Um, so, for example, um, habits could be um, like when you go for a snack, have healthy snacks in. So then you go and ha- grab a handful of nuts or you pick up a banana or for example, a habit could be um, you decide that anywhere that's under a mile and it's safe to get there, you could walk, right? Um, like, so yeah, um, those are just some of the things that I thought just off the top of my head. Because we, we never have to think about brushing our teeth. It's a habit. No. And if you think about um, the things that you do day by day, every single day. They're so wired into our programming. And the idea is that any good habit you want to cultivate or bad habit that you want to break, or more so the good habit, it's about cultivating your programming. So it just becomes automatic. And the Mm. more of these, if if you imagine a day where everything you did became this ritual and every little habit that you performed was helping you get to where you wanted to get to, how productive would that be? (laughs) Too productive. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, so, I joke. No, but uh, I mean, I don't know if I could ever get to be like that, but I have started since reading the book cultivating a few little habits where I think I'm just going to go and do it. And the more I'm doing it, the more it's becoming second nature. So he mm-hmm. then talks about the four stages or steps of a habit. Um, and you know, as a, I, I would recommend listening to him on Audible. He's a very humble speaker. And he says, I've not created anything new in this. I've put together decades, centuries of wisdom and a few bits of my application. And then he says, if there's anything you like about the book, then it'll be because of all of the wisdom that I have found before. And if there's something you don't like, it'll probably be me. <laughs> so he's like putting himself down. But the, he has put so much in there. And I haven't been on the website, but there are there are apparently there's lots of resources and backing material on the website. So he says there's four stages of a habit. One is the cue. That's the thing that... Um, predicts a reward because each habit happens and forms into a habit because you get a reward at the end. So there's the cue, the information that predicts your reward. There's the craving. That's the trigger that helps us act. There's a response, which is the actual habit. And the reward, which is the feeling of satisfaction that comes at the end of every habit. It completes the loop. So putting it into mm. perspective, say you're walking down the street and you smell freshly baked bread. That's the cue. You then crave the bread. You want it, which is the craving. You buy the bread, which is the response. You eat the bread, which is the reward. And now there is an association of walking down that street and buying bread. Ah. And what he says is that the the response, which is the actual habit, if it takes too much effort, you won't do it. So in the same scenario, you're walking down the street, you smell the bread, you crave the bread, you want to go and buy the bread, but there is a huge queue and you can't be bothered. Or... Um, you look at the price and it's beyond what you would pay for it. So if it's if it takes too much mental or physical effort, you won't do it. Okay. Um, and if the reward isn't satisfying again, you, you know, you're not going to do it. So is this where um, it lends itself to um, break in? So if you've got this goal, you need to break it down because... Um, like if you feel that something's too big to tackle you're not going to do it whereas if you break them down into smaller habits right and there's a reward and a trigger like we say is that is that a way of looking at it that could be a way so i i have a um i like tea i do like drinking my tea but i have formed a habit of needing to have something to dunk into the tea. Okay. So if I look at that, I wake up in the morning and I will go downstairs and make a cup of tea. And then when I sip that, I crave the biscuit. 
and it is so easy for me to get one of these biscuits because it is just in the cupboard near where everything else lives and the reward of taking that biscuit and eating it is such a lot of satisfaction because I have now associated tea with biscuits. Another thing he says which is really good is that to break that habit takes one decision. So he uses this example of in the evening every day his wife and him will either finish work and go to the gym or finish work, sit down on the sofa, watch Netflix and get a takeaway. The two scenarios are very different. The results are very different. But he said the actual point that we make the decision of either getting into our gym clothes or getting into our pajamas takes us, you know, two minutes. So using my tea scenario, if I take my cup of tea and go away from the kitchen, I've now created a whole new picture because I'm... Yeah, I'm perfectly capable of drinking a cup of tea without a biscuit. But if I'm out of the kitchen, it happens. If I'm in the kitchen, it doesn't happen. Well, you've created physical space between you and the biscuit as well. Um, Okay, so I suppose, um, because I've heard a good tactic is to, if you want to do a a workout or exercise in the morning, um, put your clothes out the night before because because that's like and put them next to your bed right um because again that's that's making it easier for you so rather than having to get up finding stuff fumbling around in the dark you might wake up your sleeping dog and they bark and wake up your partner (laughs) like if you make it really super easy for you the clothes are there roll out of bed put them on and then you're out the door yeah so um I was thinking that, so there are ways that you can form a good habit and how to break a bad habit. Um, And I thought we could take a little break and then go through that big chunk of information after that. That sounds wonderful. Excellent. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the SEO Mindset Podcast. If you enjoy the podcast and our episodes, You can support me in Tasman by giving us a donation on our Buy Me A Coffee page. Uh, The URL is the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. You can donate as much or as little um, and and we'd be very appreciative. You can also follow or subscribe to the podcast by going to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash listen. Um, so by going there, you can subscribe or follow um, on your podcast playing platform of choice. And this is a great way to be notified whenever a new podcast episode is live and ready for you to listen to. So Sarah, we're back from the break. Have you had a chance to think about some habits you want to form or some bad habits you want to break? <laughs> Loads. I think uh, there's definite habits that I want to break. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so one habit is, um, like, drinking too much coffee. That feels like a habit that I want to get rid of. Um, but another habit that I want to do is I want to do more stretching because, Mm -hmm. yeah, stretching is good for us. It keeps us limber. 
So, um, all right, let's go through how to create a good habit, how to break a bad habit, and um, things that we can do to make these habits more obvious to us and um, help make them stick. So, okay. to create the good habit, so we talked about cue, craving, response, and reward. Cue, make it obvious. Whatever you want to to do, make it really, really obvious. Craving, make it attractive. Response, make it easy. And the reward, make it satisfying. So I was, um, one of the things that I'm trying to do with this is moving more, exercising mm-hmm. more. So making it obvious, it is something that I will add to part of my morning routine so it's there it's in front Mm -hmm. of me make it attractive so one of the things that I have started to do a bit more than before because I do like going for a walk around my lake but it's not my lake but you know the lake (laughs) I was gonna say you own a lake (laughs) someone's doing well (laughs) oh it's so beautiful um so I've started doing these Bollywood workouts on YouTube and they're oh, so much fun. fun. Um, so craving that I've now, and, and you know, they're always smiling on there and happy. So that's the crave. That's the thing that makes it attractive. Make it easy. The remote's there. The TV's there. As you said before the break, all my, the clothes that I need to wear are there, ready to put on and make it satisfying. Well, it is because I have a little bit of a dance um, the music's wonderful, but she's um, she's really good at engaging the people. And, you know, for people like me where, you know, my coordination isn't great, she almost has like subtitles saying, next, we are going to do this move. <laughs> so it works brilliantly for me. And at the end of it, I feel really good. Yeah. So can you think of a habit that um, you want to form? Where we um, use these. Yes. Uh, I mean, can I get in on the Bollywood? Because uh, that yeah. sounds fun. It's so um, much fun. So stretching then. I said that mm. I want to do more stretching. Are you allowed to... Um, like, I don't know if, whether this is cheating, but um, could I... So when I'm watching Netflix, because I'm always going to possi- probably watch an episode of something a day... So, um, could I do some stretching while I am watching an episode? Um, because then, what's the different, walk me through the different, uh, so what's the first one? So I'm going to jump, I was going to talk about it a bit later, but it's really relevant now. So one of the things he okay. suggests is um, habit stacking. So if you already have a habit of watching Netflix, or you're going to watch Netflix, then have that association with stretching in Netflix. Ah, right. Using the same um, goal of stretching and and using my old tea thing because I drink so much, so I will fill the kettle, I'll let it boil, and we've got a timer, so we have a three-minute timer for brewing time. So once I've poured the water, I know I've got three minutes. So all in all, I've got between four and five minutes. And in that time, I will, um, I'll either try and, you know, do some sort of stretches or movement or I'll, I'll 
I'll move in some way or shape. I, I look like an idiot <laughs> in my kitchen, my arms waving around and my legs going here and there. But for me, it's a really good use of five minutes. Okay. So, yeah. I've so that is I've habit stacked, stacking. Yeah. I've stacked um, making a cup of tea with doing stretches. So when I'm waiting for my coffee machine, yeah. I could uh, maybe I could set myself because I reckon I could do how like I could hold a deep squat or a, a deep lunge for while my coffee is going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think habit stacking is a really good one. Like, Because, yeah. yeah, you're you're already in a habit. So you may as well make the most yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, another thing that I've been using the good, create good habits is, uh, so on Sundays I will meal prep and everything is in the fridge. So rather than thinking, what am I going to eat? I know what I'm going to eat. I know it's healthy and I know it's in the fridge. So I've made it obvious. Mm. Craving, make it attractive. These are all things that, um, I've created and they are to suit my palate rather than just have a bowl of cut up veg which isn't going to really inspire me at all so it's attractive it's in the fridge it's easy and it tastes great so it's satisfying so usually monday to thursday we're good <laughs> then friday when the food runs out we're, we're a bit of um we, we have lost the track the other thing um that i've been doing is making extra and putting in the freezer so it's again it's winning easy, all around yeah. yeah i'm just um i'm just thinking um like some examples in the workplace or within like an seo setting um uh yeah like um so i'm just thinking one of the habits that i probably want to get out of is um like going to check emails a bit too often or going to check Slack messages a bit too often because then that takes away from focus time of doing some projects. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, how could this system be used? So it's saying how to break a bad habit. And I must admit, I have not tried to, but maybe we could have a go at using that example. Let's give it a go. So break a bad habit, you invert. So the the cue make it invisible rather than make turn it off obvious. your notifications yeah turn it off your craving make it unattractive how could we make it unattractive oh how would you uh, um uh how would you make so we've turned off the notifications mm. um so you've got to make it unattractive in your head don't you um unless you just establish in your head that it's taken time away from this focus. Mm. That could be. We might have to have a little think about that. But I'm I'm going to go to the next one, which is response. Make it difficult. So if you, for example, if it's your phone notifications that are bothering you, it would be putting it in, t- in the other room. Yes. Yeah. Um, so what you could do is um yeah like because some people have slack communication on their phone right mm-hmm. on their personal phone and then it um uh le- leaks into your personal time so yeah take your phone put it away from you um so that's a good make it make it difficult 
Um, you could also like there there will be a way to like block emails or something like that, like getting yeah. onto emails or getting yeah. <clears throat> and and the reward is make it unsatisfying. So again, like I said, I have, because I haven't tried how to break a bad habit, but using um using my exercise formation of a good habit, now not doing it feels unsatisfying. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you get into a habit of, okay, um, I'm only going to check my um, messages like in the in the morning, straight after work and before I finish, you will see like the reward will be like the, the projects that you get done and um, the feedback that you get from work, right? Um, so then if you don't do that, then you know that you're not going to be as productive and you're not going to get as much stuff as you want to. So that's mm-hmm. going to negatively impact how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think in the book, he uses an example of somebody who um, uses the example of the importance of having an accountability partner. And... In one example, there was a particular person, he wanted to lose some weight, so he drew up a contract saying, I will um, walk this much or I will do this thing. And the punishment of him not doing it was he would give his personal trainer $100 and his wife $500. So that, you know, make that reward of not going out for that run unsatisfying would be because it would cost him six hundred dollars each time. There I mean, is a punishment got... associated, it, and it could be anything. There was again another example was there was a person who had um, a habit he wanted to break off snoozing and staying in bed, and he set up his Twitter so that if he hadn't done something, that uh, a tweet would go out to say. I'm a lazy so-and-so because I'm still in bed. <laughs> so you've got to create a punishment for yourself. Oh, that's fun. Definitely fun. Um, like, I suppose that's sort of um, like a swear jar, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what you could have is like an exercise jar. So every time um, you don't do something, when he goes into a pot. Yeah. But then where does that pot go? To, uh, uh, it could be good and it could go to charity, but then, yeah, like, that's a good reward in itself. Mm. Or maybe, um, so something that my parents did is um, they created um, a little, like, um, club with one of their other friends and they met every week um, and they all put in, like, pound fifty, and this was for a year, and then um, at the end, whoever was the biggest loser of weight or they were the closest to their goal, they got to decide because that money would then go towards an activity, a fun activity to do. So the winner would pick what that activity would be. So Sounds, sounds fun. Sounds like uh, a good yeah. idea. With, um, with this make it unsatisfying, I suppose... For me, if I see that biscuit jar going down, I feel a bit shamed. <laughs> so, so whereas the biscuit used to be satisfying, now seeing that the, the jar is, you know, depleting makes me feel like, okay, that's not okay. No. <laughs> it's not all right. <laughs> Too many biscuits, Sarah. 
Um, But one thing that he suggests, so you were asking how do you make things stick, one thing he suggests is track your habits just to acknowledge what habits you have. Because if you have a, a habit of reading more, but you're not reading at all, well, that's not going to get you there. If you want to read 20 books this year and don't have a habit of reading, then it's not going to help. But to make it easier, he said, start small. So it could be read one page a day or read one line a day. Invariably going to open it up and not going to stop at a line. One of the people that he worked with wanted to work out more and he said, okay, go to the gym, get your clothes on and go to the gym, but you only have to be there for a minute and then you come back again. And the idea was to get into the habit of going to the gym and being a gym frequenting person. Because when you're there, then you're going to start working out. But if you have this thing of, I've got to go five times a week and it's going to be for an hour, you're making that so unachievable. The idea is become that person and you will do that thing. And that's very daunting as well. Um, Mm. But as well, like if you just say to yourself, right, I'm going to put my gym clothes on and I'm going to be there for a minute, you're going to end up being there for more than a minute, aren't you? Yeah. um, So, yeah. Awesome. All right. So you said track your habits and um, when you have decided which habits you want to form, um, form or break, you know, have a checklist so you can, you know, that physical thing of ticking it off will make you feel good. Yeah. And the other thing he was saying, you know, about being the, you know, having an accountability partner and the habit stacking. Awesome. Well, I, um, yeah, definitely habits are important, aren't they? <laughs> If you think of all the things you do without even thinking. Yeah. And if you could pick up a book and read without it being, feeling like it's, there's any resistance, you just do it. And you just go for a walk and you just concentrate on your work without the distractions. Because, um, you know, notifications and social media... They're a distraction. They're a bad habit. Mm. I'm stuck with my work. What am I going to do? I'm going to, I hear that ping. I pick up the phone. I then go on social media. I watch some nonsense on there. And then I come back again. And that's become a habit. So every time I'm now stuck, I've associated it with watching some nonsense on social media. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I suppose when you're tracking your habits and stuff, it's tracking also or being mindful of what's getting in the way as well and Mm -hmm. what are the distractions. Um, So, yeah. Um, hmm, This has been a very good um, topic. Thank you. Thank you. So... Um, Yeah, sorry. And I just wanted to add that it's the little things that you do every single day that will get you further than creating these big, big actions. So lots of little things. So my main takeaway from this episode is habits are important, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you've just got to um, be realistic. Start small with your habits and, yeah, 
be aware of what habits you've got, what ones you want to break out of or stop. Um, but it's definitely, it's definitely really important, isn't it? It is. And, and, and you know what? It takes time for a habit to form. So be kind to yourself. And mm. if you if one day hasn't gone well, just get back on it. Don't beat yourself up. Try again tomorrow. Keep trying. Keep going, because in you know eventually that'll become part of your life. Eventually, Sarah, I'll be able to drink a cup of tea without looking at the biscuit jar. <laughs> you won't even think about. I biscuits. won't even think about it. And and I have been thinking less and less about the biscuits. I must admit. Um, Tash. My partner drinks biscuit tea, biscuit flavoured tea. I've heard of this. Does she enjoy it? She loves it. She Mm -hmm. uh, can't get enough of it. But um, she got biscuit flavoured tea because she felt like, because she was getting to a point where um, she needed biscuits to dunk in her tea. But it was like um, she needed to dunk, drink, dunk. So she was getting through biscuits because... (laughs) Like she need, always needed it with a tea. So she yeah. got biscuit tea instead. So that's how she broke her biscuit and tea habit. I will give that a go. I'll definitely give that a go. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, that was an awesome episode. Thank you uh, for steering the ship on that one. That was really good. Thank you very much. Um. So, yeah, hopefully people after this episode are going to be thinking more about habits and what they can do and yeah tracking them and all that good stuff um so yeah um before we sign off i would just like to remind people of the ways that they could donate what would you like to do tasmin what are the what are the two ways oh gosh um so i put you on the spot you have now you have now because i rely on you to do all of this (laughs) They could um, go to a, our Buy Me A Coffee page, which is at, and I've forgotten. They're in the show notes. So even They're if you've forgotten, notes. go to and the show notes. But yes, it is, um, I think off the top of my head, the seomindset.co.uk forward slash coffee. But yeah, there will be a link in the show notes. And um, yeah, and please, 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 everyone, spread the word. The more people that know about this podcast, the more we can keep it going, the more we can add value. Um, You know, Sarah and I were talking about what it means to us, this podcast, and we're so passionate about sharing the knowledge that we hope will add value to your careers, add value to your lives. So, yes, um, tell anyone and everyone about it. Please, please do. Right. Goodbye, and until next time. Enjoy your takeaway, Sarah. (laughs) Enjoy your biscuits. (laughs) 